Every one of us has a unique story to share. By sharing these stories, at times we can inspire and also help others feel like they're not alone. Finding similarities through sharing of our life's journey, that's the foundation of building a community. That's what our podcast is about. Welcome to In Our Community, Season 3. Mill Street, Danville, is where a lot of the small businesses reside in our small town. True 47 Trading Company is an artisan boutique specializing hand-poured, clean-burning candles, special gifts, and everyday essentials with a strong hometown pride. Today's guest to share the story of how her business came to be and more is Annie McCarthy, the owner of True 47. Welcome to our In Our Community podcast, Annie. Hi. So let's dive right in. Tell us a little bit about the name Troop 47. So Troop 47 was named in tribute to my dad, Jim. He unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago, but he came up through the scouting program mm-hmm. um, here in Danville out of Pine Street Lutheran Church. He was a Cub Scout, a Boy Scout, the whole deal, earned his Eagle Scout. Um, and then as a young adult, he was the leader of that troop for a number of years, which I always knew, but until you hear other people talk about it you don't realize the significance or like the impact that that has so when he passed away a couple of years ago men from all walks of life stood up at his funeral and spoke to like the impact that his leadership and mentorship through the scouting program had on their lives and even their kids lives so when we were naming the store we kind of wanted to pay homage to that legacy and kind of like carry carry on with that a little bit. It's a bummer that he wasn't here to see it, but mm. it's kind of like a way for his legacy to live on here in Danville. Nice. And did you have this as something that you wanted to do for a long period of time? Or is this, how did this idea spark in your head? I would love to say that there was like some kind of grand plan, but there honestly mm. wasn't. Um, during COVID, we started making candles in our kitchen because everybody was home. Yeah. Um, and it was just a way to bring like a little bit of like light and comfort in a really dark and uncertain time. Mm. Uh, So we started making candles in the kitchen, like 10 candles a week at that point felt like a big deal. And then it grew kind of through that period to take over our dining room and (laughs) basically all the rooms of our house. But we were making just tons of candles. Um, And then once the restrictions kind of lifted, we attended like vendor events and craft shows Uh and things like that, which eventually kind of led us where we are. But it wasn't like we didn't set out with this in mind. It just... It just naturally happened. It just happened. It was like a passion project of yours. Yeah, for sure. It's, I don't know if you feel this way being a business owner, but like, I think true entrepreneurs are incapable of having a hobby that doesn't, like, they don't monetize in some way. Mm. Like, I think that's just the Mm -hmm. nature. And that's kind of what it became. I always enjoy sitting across from a fellow business owner because there are ideas, struggles, things that we go through that only we can relate to and understand. Yeah. Uh, you know, the public perception sometimes is like, if you own your own business, you're pretty well off. It's usually the complete opposite. <laughs> Very. I tell people all the time that come in the store, they're like, oh, this must be so much fun. And it totally is, but yeah. it's also the hardest that you'll work for the least amount of money. Yeah. In somebody, a lot of cases. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> told me once, it's like, being a business owner is a lot of fun and there's a lot of challenges come along with it but yeah. the challenges are also worth it to overcome because at the end of the day like you're working for yourself yeah 
Uh, it's absolutely true, I think. I mean, it's satisfying. Yes. Like, when you do overcome a challenge or when you do work through a problem or you do make it through a season like COVID and you are you come out the other side mm-hmm. still thriving or yeah. even, like, the economic situation now. You know, like, when you work through that, mm-hmm. it it is rewarding, but it's also, like, really freaking hard. Yes, it is. <laughs> absolutely. Did you have that, like, a light bulb moment where you said, like, you know, out of uh, from operating from your house – to saying, all right, I need a storefront. What was that switch like? Like, where where did that come from? Honestly, I just ran out of room in the house. So mm. when we originally opened the storefront, it was in Benton, okay. PA, um, which is like a really s- cute, small little community. Um, and the primary motivation was to get all of the production mm-hmm. of the candles out of our house. Mm. And the storefront was just like an added bonus like the fact that we had a place to then sell them Mm -hmm. was an added bonus it was a natural progression that then I think led us to the bigger storefront that we have now in the bigger community of Danville do you have any business background I do okay so that's good (laughs) yeah I went to school for business Uh and I have my MBA and I worked in marketing at Geisinger so so this was like a perfect fit like yeah you know I like to talk about this thing in terms of life when some you're when you're going through something you might not understand why but eventually, when you look back at the road and you figure out like what your next step is, sometimes like that, everything just intertwines and makes sense all at once. And it sounds like your business degree and all that kind of stuff just kind of lit up to what you're doing now, which is awesome to hear. To look back now, it seems like a very natural path, but it didn't feel that way right. going through it. Right, right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. So now that you're, how you have your storefront, I hear so many of our clients, people that I come across talking about your store, such a great reputation. What do you think makes your store and the place, the place to be or so special to this community? We hear a lot of people say that they come in and they find something that they can't find mm-hmm. anywhere else, or at least not locally. Um, we put a pretty heavy emphasis on sourcing all of our all of the things that we carry from local makers and local vendors, because I'm a maker. I love that. It's yeah. important to me to support them as much as we can. Certainly not everything in the store is that, mm-hmm. um, but we really try and people, the people who find us and then become very loyal to us appreciate that. Right. Um, I recently had Mike and um, Katie from Brood 11 mm-hmm. and they have the similar approach to what they offer in terms of, um, resourcing everything that they put on the table for their customers from locally and i think there's something to be said about that i i've heard a saying that says like small businesses are the heart of the community mm-hmm. as a small business owner it's like oh that's a, that's a little too extreme i don't think we need that much credit but i do think we are the ones who color the town so if the town oh, itself like was yeah. like a blank canvas like you know it's like a a coloring sheet that you give to a kid mm-hmm. we're the ones who kind of color in those spaces mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like that's how i like to see it as yeah because i think when we say we're the heart of the the, the town it's like, it's like I, I feel like that's a little egotistical like i get where you're coming from yeah. you know what i mean yeah um so like and then i i truly do believe in that like i think we give colors because it, it's it, each community is individual you know different yeah. we have a, our unique just like, you know, individuals have unique personalities. Each town has unique personalities. And I think small businesses has a role to play in that. Yeah. And I don't think this is just true for me and my business. I think it's a lot of small businesses in general that people feel attached to the person behind it. Mm-hmm. So I think I like people form a relationship with me mm-hmm. and then they come back. 
because of that. (laughs) I absolutely agree. And I think you also present like the strong hometown pride in a really great way. Um, I've walked around your store and there's a lot of Danville related items. And tell us a little bit about that. When we moved, so I mentioned that we started our, our first storefront was in Benton and it was great. It was the perfect place to get started. Um, But the longer we were there, I think I never really felt at home there Mm. like I never really felt like I was a part of that community it is a very small community um and it doesn't have a large downtown okay so when we were looking to take kind of the next step into a bigger place um we just heard a lot about the community of Danville how much it supports its businesses um and I was excited to be part of like a thriving downtown, which I really think we have here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still a lot of room for growth and a ton of opportunity, but I, Danville is a, it's a cute town. So I think being a part of that and just like when someone is hurting or sick or needs something, like I, I think we're excited to be able to, to be in a position to like step up and do something mm-hmm. when that happens. Absolutely. I agree. I think we do have a really strong pull, like especially Mill Street, that it's, it's growing. Yeah. Uh, there used to be a lot of empty storefronts downtown, but now it's really coming back. And I feel like every time I walk by there, there's something new that's either yeah. being built or, you know, um, or something new, some new store that I recognize. Um, I've also noticed like high turnover rates as well on Mill Street. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing like how much it costs to store rent front up there because i've looked at mill street too the two things that really kept me away was the parking situation Mm -hmm. and the high rent um so i you know i give huge props to business owners who take on those two challenges and be like you know what this is where i want to be this is the main business district per se in our small town um that's really awesome that that you've taken on that challenge people say to me a lot like oh i wish you were further downtown where like the hustle and bustle is yeah but honestly i feel like kind of an anchor Mm -hmm. (laughs) there at the top of town and there is speaking of parking there's always parking in Mm. front of my store that's good which is a benefit yeah so i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) what are some unexpected challenges that you've faced as a business owner um, I think the emotional roller coaster. Mm, that, that that's is. something that we don't really often talk about, right? Yeah. Like it's like so. Tell us a little bit about it. I mean, you can't predict when somebody's going to walk through the door. Mm-hmm. If you could, oh man! But <laughs> yeah, you. There are days that are amazing, um, and then there are days when we see one person to make sixteen dollars, and mm-hmm. being able to like emotionally weather that is a lot. Um, and then on the flip side of that, on the busy days, being like on and dialed in and remembering people's names, remembering their favorite candle scent, like remembering oh, their kids' awesome. names or where they just went on vacation, you know, like that also requires a lot of mental energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's two sided in that way, but it mm-hmm. is, it is a roller coaster, like sometimes hourly. Yeah, it's so fun. It's like our human nature to remember the bad instead of the good. Yeah. So even if you have 10 amazing days, yeah. you have one bad day where you sell one item. Yeah. That's going to linger within you like, oh, I can't continue to have these kind of days yeah. probably. Um, you know, it's it's the same way with us. You know, I, so I totally feel that pain. It's it, emotional roller coaster is really, truly a great word 
to phrase like what it feels like because you're right like it's you can have your projection or estimate for right. the year right like so comparing numbers from the previous year or whatever um kind of project it but whether you meet that or not is really kind of up in the air and and it's to a some degree you have a control but there's a percentage of that you cannot control you right. can't drag people into your store right and make them purchase stuff yeah just because you need to meet certain numbers yeah um or you have a goal to hit yeah yeah and i mean even too like we have a very specific style mm. like a very specific aesthetic in the store that i think is different than a lot of the other stores which is kind of exciting because it allows us to support those businesses as well by like mm. sending people around mm -hmm. um but even when somebody walks in you can tell that it's like just not quite their style and that's okay it doesn't have to be for mm -hmm. everyone but it's still like oh am i does nobody like me you know like it's yeah. that feeling it's hard <laughs> to take it not personally yeah for yes. sure because so I much agree. of you is wrapped up in it yes that it is personal no matter what right because we, we do put personal. our heart and soul into what we do yeah um, and, and I so think, much time. Yeah. And that's part <laughs> of what makes businesses like yours special is and people feel that yeah. it's hard to put it into words. Why certain businesses, like when you go there, you feel a certain way, like a comfort or like connected to, but it's because the business owners, the people that's involved in it pours their heart and soul into it. And it's hard to describe into words that then, or pinpoint it to like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, because so much of that is unseen. So much of that is not the actual product. Yeah. It's, it's what goes inside uh, building that candle or the time and the effort that you spend trying to perfect this piece. Mm -hmm. um, so talk about that, like crafting end of it. How much time of your day is dedicated to that? What's that process is like? Um, all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, now that we have the, the store, um, the week is kind of broken up that the front half of the week is when we do all of our production. So usually on Tuesdays um, is when we pour all of the candles. And um, in addition to selling them in our store, we also wholesale them to other little oh. independent boutiques all over the country. Um, so usually on Tuesdays, we're cranking out like two to 300 candles wow. like every week. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes that turns into like a second batch of 100 or so okay. later in the week if we have to. Um, but every time we go to release like a new scent or a new product, like there's so much testing mm. that goes into that, that I think people don't realize like it's, I don't want to say it's scientific cause I did not excel in science in school, but there is definitely like a, an experimentation. Mm. Like anytime we release a new scent, it's probably like six weeks worth of testing to like wow. get it exactly right. And it could be like. I'm using seven and a half percent of oil instead of eight. Uh -huh. And that half a percent makes such a difference in really? the final quality. So just being able to like turn those levers and tweak those things, it it's a lot more time than I think people realize. I can tell. So when you're talking about this process, like you have a smile on your face, you get really excited. <laughs> like you really enjoy building these candles. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a lot. I yeah. mean, it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Where'd you learn how to do this? I mean, there are bodies that put out uh -huh. guides and things like that. But honestly, that's a starting point and you figure it out as you go. Because, mm. you, you know, you use somebody's formula, but your environment is different. Like the mm, temperature. Quality, yeah. Temperature. Yeah. Okay. All of that makes uh -huh. a difference. 
So somebody may be pouring their wax at 220 degrees and I pour it at 210. Like it just, you just figure it out. It's like cooking or baking. Oh yeah. More like. Totally. Like the butter that you uh-huh. put into cookies uh-huh. depends on like influences yeah. if it's flat or fluffy or whatever. Right. It's a very similar situation. Very interesting. Yeah. How did you know you wanted to do this? Like as in candle building? I mean, I don't know that I did. Uh-huh. It it honestly just happened. It just happened. Yeah. So you you're like one day I'm going to build a candle and you're like I kind of like this. Yeah. And we made so many mistakes. Did you? The beginning. Oh my gosh, yeah. I look back on things that we that even just that I gave out in the very beginning and I'm like, oh, I can't believe that those people ever then a year later bought something from me. Really? Because it just was not to the same standard, which is normal. I mean, mm. I think we're still like, it's all, you're always learning mm. and like improving the final product. But yeah, to look back now, it's like, ooh. Mm. <laughs> so what do you think? Because it's easy to pick up a hobby, hobby right? Like, yeah. so we all pick up, like try things and like, oh, this is good or oh, this is something I enjoy. I can do it on the side. What do you think kept like making you come back to candle building and you like want to perfect this craft? I think seeing people enjoy them Mm. is exciting. Um, The first store that we put our candles in um, locally, Mm -hmm. I dropped them off and was just hanging out, chatting with the girl who owned it. And somebody came in and started smelling them. And that's the first time that I interacted with like that I saw that mm-hmm. interaction in person mm-hmm. and she picks it up and she was like, Oh my gosh, this smells so good. Mm. And like, it's such a small thing, but to see people enjoy them is, I think it keeps you going. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that fueled me in the beginning mm-hmm. to turn it into something. Like, I think I knew I had something then and to keep going with. That's awesome. Have you visited anybody's home that's burning your candle or have you recognized walking into somebody's house? For sure. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. that? What's that feel like for you? I mean, it's you. S- I smell it instantly. Do you? I'm like, oh, that's birch and fig or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, most of the time it's like friends and family uh-huh. that you, you probably know that they've got <laughs> uh-huh. something burning, but like it is instant that you wow. recognize it. That's awesome. Yeah. So where do you hope to go from this? So you're coming up on your two-year anniversary, as you were sharing with me. Yeah. Of this storefront, particularly. Uh, well, one year in Benton, and it'll be one year in Danville on okay. November 18th. November 18th, which should be pretty close to the time this podcast comes out. Yeah. Um, so now, two years into the business. Yeah. Where do you hope to be several years from now? A lot of people ask us about candle-making classes. That would be cool. And we've toyed around. Like played around with the idea i don't have the space mm-hmm. where i am now um but i think that could be an evolution to come okay if we find the right space to be able to house like our production facility retail and mm-hmm. like a small maker space that hosts not only my classes but i think other local maker mm-hmm. like other local makers hosting their own workshops um i think there's like an experiential aspect that i would like to bring to it Sure. Absolutely. Um, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Are you more like, I'm just like enjoying this journey and I just want to kind of cruise through it instead of like focusing on a set goal? Cause I'm like that. Yeah. I just enjoy being able to do what I get to do. Um, yeah. And my role has shifted in the recent months, but even then like just being involved in the business alone is such a blessing. 
Um, and being able to do what I do is such a blessing that like, I never take a day for granted, you yeah. know, and then everything that I do, I try to pour my heart and soul into it that I don't have a particular goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think goals sometimes get overemphasized in mm -hmm. terms of like, you got to have this specific goal. I was like, no, I think I just want to enjoy this ride and see where God, where, where God takes me or where it goes, you know, in terms of how this grows or what happens next. And I think we get really sucked into like the growth yeah. mindset. Like mm -hmm. this December has to be better than last December. Or if you're not growing, what are you doing? And mm -hmm. I just, maybe it's because we haven't been through a whole year yet. So we in this location, so we don't have anything to compare to, but like, I'm, I think I'm just trying to be really happy with where we are. Yeah. And absolutely seeing what happens there's a lot of buzz around here. your business so i'm excited to see I where mean, it that's goes good to hear. <laughs> yeah i think it's it's it shows in your products and the way you interact with your customers that your heart and soul are in it mm -hmm. and that makes a huge difference mm -hmm. it's like eating a home-cooked meal versus eating a fast food you know what i mean like yeah. it's like fast food is not made with love but home-cooked meal is yeah so even if it's the same meal there is a taste difference in terms of the secret ingredients of love yeah. that gets poured into it. Um, I hope I, that people know it's more than just like a transaction. Yeah. You know, cause it, yeah. like it really is. Which that also comes with like, it's, 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 um, it's absolutely a positive, right? Yeah. Like the people are connected to you, but when it comes to like, sometimes that could be, it's a double edged sword because sometimes it's like, you have a relationship with this person. So that person's, I'm just trying to come up with a random example. That person's kid comes in for like an asking for uh, a donation towards a cause. There's only so many we can hand There's out, right? There's so many. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, where do I draw the cutoff line? Cause yeah. they're, they're all loyal customers. One's not better than the other. Yeah. It's just a matter of the time of the year or like. You can't give it all away. Yeah, exactly. If, if you give it all away, you're not there anymore. Which <laughs> hurts us because it's like, I don't want to say no. Yeah. But you also sometimes have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's the connection piece. Like, um, I was talking to somebody that owns like a bigger, more corporate setting. Yeah. It's like for us, it's a business, strictly a business transaction. So it's easy to say no, cause I don't know the other person on the other screen, yeah. you know, but whereas for us, it's like any customers that you interact with, you know them. Yeah. So it's hard to say like, no, or like you own us this much money. Like that's the, that's my least favorite part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> and it's good to know, like, other business owners feel the same way. It's yeah. Relatability. Sometimes you feel so alone in this world of, like, continuous grind of a, being a business owner that, like, you forget. You, you wonder sometimes, like, am I the only one feeling this way? Yeah. You know? And there's so many information out there that goes against how we choose to operate our business. Mm -hmm. But in reality, there is no right or wrong. Yeah. Whatever serves your heart and soul, like that's the most important part. Yeah. Anytime you do it. I think the business community in Danville is pretty strong. Mm -hmm. Like we have good relationships with a lot of the other yep. stores um, and they get it when like your friends and family don't. <laughs> even my husband who's like in it, like he has a full time job, uh -huh. um, but even my like he's in it with me mm. so much. He doesn't understand the emotional mm. toll that mm -hmm. it takes. Like he tries, but mm -hmm. like until you live it every day, like you just don't, mm -hmm. there's no way you could mm -hmm. understand. Mm -hmm. But 
that's why having other business friends is really helpful. It is because it's hard to explain like how you are not how we have a hard time shutting off the business mindset. Yeah. Because it's always in the back of your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter what you're going through, no matter like 24 mm-hmm. seven, there's not a time. It does that, not like, stop. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's an emergency that comes up, like that's all you can focus on. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really hard to separate that. You know, 10 years in, I'm still struggling with that balance. 10 of like, years. Almost 10. Wow. Yeah. Almost 10. Um, we need to throw a party balance. in here when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming up on nine in January and then we'll start okay. our 10th year. Yeah. So almost 10. Um, yeah. I still struggle with that balance. Yeah. Home, work, life, like anything and everything. It's just, you know, it's so easy to get sucked into all business mode. Yeah. And it's not like we're trying to forget about the rest, but when we're in all business, it's hard to focus on other areas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are very few times when Scott and I will like go out to dinner or something that we don't end up talking about mm-hmm. the store. Like it's just, it's so much a part of who I am that mm-hmm. like I, sometimes I feel bad <laughs> for him because <laughs> it monopolizes so much of our lives, but he's along for the ride too. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, tell us a little bit about where you can find us uh, as we're coming up towards the end of the podcast, where, you, where people can find you on social, um, how, what your website, all that kind of stuff. So if you want to visit us in person, we're at 320 Mill Street. Um, it's up at the top of town near John's Asian. Um, and we're there Wednesday through Saturday, more during the holidays, but now Wednesday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, on social, we're at troop47.co and our website is troop47.co there's no m on the end of that okay awesome well thank you so much for coming on the podcast today please go visit their stores at true 47 trading company in downtown danville and we'll talk to you next time 